This is an excerpt from chapter three of Sharon Salzberg's book, Real Love. The chapter is entitled, Welcoming Our Emotions. Real love for ourselves by definition includes every aspect of our lives, the good, the bad, the difficult, the challenging past, the uncertain future, as well as all the shameful upsetting experiences and encounters we just as soon forget. This doesn't mean we have to celebrate everything that's ever happened to us or write thank you notes to people who've hurt us. But like it or not, the emotional residue of our experiences is part of who we are. If we resist any aspect of it, we feel like imposters, unreal, and split off from ourselves. If we neglect our authentic selves, we risk being dominated by others instead of being in loving relationships with them. But when we open our hearts to the breath of our experiences, we learn to tune into our needs, unique perceptions, thoughts, and feelings in the present moment without being trapped by judgments based on the expectations of others. That is how we eventually sense our own worthiness. This kind of integration arises from intimacy with our emotions and our bodies, as well as with our thoughts. It arises from holding all that we know and want and fear and feel in a space of awareness and self-compassion. If we reject or resent our feelings, we won't have access to that kind of intimacy and integration. And if we define ourselves by each of the ever-changing feelings that cascade through us, how will we ever feel at home in our own bodies and minds? When I first began my meditation practice, I was only 18 years old. And although I knew I was deeply unhappy, I wasn't aware of the separate threats of grief, anger, and fear at play inside me. Then through meditation, I began to look within more clearly and to detect the various components of my sorrow. What I saw unsettled me so much that one point I marched up to my teacher, Asen Goenka, and said accusingly, I never used to be an angry person before I began meditating. Of course, I was hugely angry. My mother had died. I barely knew my father. I felt wrenchingly abandoned. Meditation had allowed me to uncover the strands of that pain. When I blamed Mr. Goenka and meditation itself as a cause of my pain, he simply laughed, then reminded me of the tools I now had to deal with the difficult feelings I used to keep hidden, even from myself. I could begin to forge a new relationship with my emotions, to find the middle place between denying them and being overwhelmed by them. Taking refuge inside. Mindfulness meditation can be a refuge, but it is not a practice in which real life is ever excluded. The strength of mindfulness is that it enables us to hold difficult thoughts and feelings in a different way, with awareness, balance, and love. This, rather than trying to annihilate painful feelings or to eradicate negative patterns of thinking, is what heals us. Actress Daphne Zuniga came to a realization similar to mine during a 10-day silent retreat 
Before arriving at the retreat center, Daphne had been meditating on her own and experiencing, in her own words, a very heightened state of happiness and open-heartedness. But by day four, she recalls, I was sure something was going wrong. Reeling with insecurity and loneliness, I thought maybe our esteemed teachers were not so talented. I remember sitting in the room where we put on our shoes, jackets hung on the walls, shoes and cubbies below, water bottles and hat-filled shelves above. All of a sudden, I had a flashback to being a little girl in elementary school at those same cubbies, and I was overwhelmed with shame. My parents had divorced when I was six, so dad left. And it made sense to me then that I was not good enough to have both a mommy and a daddy because there were many things wrong with me. Tears came to my eyes. My body felt just like it did back then, a rock of immovable shame in my stomach. I looked around with my head lowered at people's feet, legs, and jackets. I wondered if they felt what I was feeling. Then I thought, what if all along it was true? I wasn't worthy of what others had. What if I will always be alone because I'm not worthy of more? I left the meditation hall feeling the dread that the retreat couldn't help me with my faulty at the core self. I went to bed crying, facing the wall with the blanket pulled around me tightly the way I had in my bunk bed when my mom and dad were fighting in the other room. The next day, Daphne asked to see me. How are you? I asked. Daphne was only too ready to let me hear it. I've never been so lonely in my life. This is crazy. All these loving, trusting people around me. We all came here trusting you. I just keep having painful, negative feelings about myself. I'm a happy person. Before I came here, I was waking up smiling. I was in a state of real joy and love for everyone. She was crying now letting it all pour out of her. I mean, you can't just take all these people and make us feel this way. It really hurts. I gently pushed the box of Kleenex across the table toward her. You're right on course, I said. Daphne was incredulous. What do you mean? I was meditating every day and feeling this flow of ecstasy like I've never felt before. I had so much love for all of life. So I told her, if you think of meditation practice as building a house, you began in the attic. Now you're starting at the foundation. Daphne wasn't too sure, but I encouraged her to just keep going. She stayed at the retreat. She stayed with the feelings and kept bringing her attention back to her breathing and her feet as she walked, one step in front of the other. Daphne told me, and I began to notice something remarkable. The quality with which I noticed my thoughts and feelings arise and disappear became very gentle and compassionate, like a mother watching her beloved child, a mother interested in each barely perceivable breath, a mother who wasn't going anywhere. Apparently, I was enough. I was worthy of attention by just breathing. That presence became stronger as the loneliness faded. Even when memories or sensations of a familiar loneliness would come, they were just memories. I lovingly noticed them come, then pass. I'm going to protect you, precious one, I thought to myself. I'm going 
to protect you.